today on the podcast. We want to cover a bunch of different AI news stories. Sometimes we cover one thing and go in depth. This time there's a bunch of really interesting stories. So we're going to give you some opinions and give you a broad overview of what's happening in AI this week. So the first one that I wanted to kick this off with was the fact that Microsoft, they want to add a co-pilot button to Microsoft keyboards. Now, I'm curious to get Connor's take on this, but I also have a bunch of opinions on this because I've actually spent like the last, I want to say, uh, month trying out from Amazon. I go through these phases while I'll, where I'll order like the same product, but I'll order like five of them and test them all out. So I've been on a real keyboard kick. This is my winner, if you're interested. It's the uh, MX Mini Keys from Logitech. Anyways, that's uh, not a sponsor, just it's the best keyboard I've found so far. But anyways, Connor, what is your opinion on Microsoft adding uh, a, a literal key to their keyboard uh, for Copilot? Yeah, okay, so listen, so I, I have a ton of thoughts on this. Let me say first, uh, you know, I love how Microsoft is sort of like, you know, going all in on Copilot, even though, Jaden, it feels like everything is Copilot. Copilot is a new, like, .com or something. Like, just yeah, yeah, yeah. everything is Copilot now. There's, uh, you know, there's uh, GitHub and Perplexity is a Copilot. Microsoft has a, everything. And now Microsoft has its own app, which is Copilot. Just, we love the term Copilot. Okay, we get it. We get it. But here's the other thing. So first, let me just say sort of on the broad level, right? So I, I work a lot with uh, companies and I... I train them on how to use generative AI and generative AI strategy and sort of like a holistic approach to generative AI. And one of the big things that's happening right now with companies is that they're like some really, really big companies. Uh, some of these uh, original 600 companies that got access, early access to Copilot uh, were sort of, you know, asking me to come in and saying, hey, what do you think about this? And my big takeaway on this is, look, Microsoft Copilot can't be your AI strategy. Right. So let's just kind of like start at the 30,000 foot view here. Right. Which is a lot of people say like, oh, now we have AI in our company. That is not true. What you have done is you've taken existing tools and you've essentially sped them up. Right. It's like kind of getting faster Wi-Fi almost. Yes. Is there generative tools, all that kind of stuff? Yes. Is it going to be better with Excel, uh, you know, emailing, uh, you know, in, in Outlook and. Uh, you know, in sort of PowerPoint, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Copilot is going to be, I think, a real game changer in terms of efficiency and just speed of work for companies. But that's very different, Jaden. I know you and I agree on this than having like an AI strategy for your company. That's wildly different. That's a kind of a different conversation. But having said all that, all for all those reasons, I got to tell you, Jaden, and I am not hugely contrarian. You know that. I just love going with the flow, the wildebeest. I'd be in the middle of that wildebeest pack of two million. I'm like, yes, guys, we're all going together. I'm not going my own separate way. I hate the road less traveled. Jaden, I cannot envision this keyboard with this button and not think about us looking back on this in 10 years and being like, look how goofy this co-pilot button was. Because it, I just, it just smacks to me of like, Oh, press this, and then you're going to use the internet or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels already dated to me and archaic because it feels like you're going to press it, and the new AI Clippy, you know, like the old, like, Microsoft Assistant is going to, like, pop up and be like, how can I help you using the power of AI? And it's going to sparkle. It just feels so goofy to me. The only thing I could possibly think is like, look, I would give this to like my, you know, grandmother, may she rest in peace, you know, it, in terms of sort of something that literally doesn't know how to use AI. But anyone else, Jaden, it just feels already dated to me and it hasn't already come out. Tell me what I'm missing here. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. So here's one thing I'll say from my 
my journey of I feel like an expert on this, right? It's kind of like when you when you get married and you spend like two months looking like researching everything about diamonds, so you know exactly the the right ring to buy, and I know like everything about the clarity of every diamond. So I feel like a diamond expert. Now I've forgotten it all. Well, today I feel like a keyboard expert because I've spent the last month buying keywords for myself, <laughs> and now my wife I, I upgraded her. So let me tell you something about keyboards, and that is the fact that it is incredibly difficult to find a keyboard that works with both Mac and PC that's good. I found versions of this keyboard that are only for Mac and it's annoying because some of the keys on the end are like wrong or they change the place. Okay, blah, 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 why do I say that? If you have this Copilot button, this isn't gonna be like, this isn't gonna work for Mac. And in addition to that, a lot of Microsoft keyboards in the in the past, like my, this new one I have doesn't because I really want like the literal most minimal keyboard possible. I use Windows, um, but a lot of keyboards had like a Windows button on them. And when you push the Windows button, it just like opens up like the Windows thing. Like I have never pushed that button in my life. I don't use that, that's ridiculous. I will click it if I want, but it's not even somewhere that I go to that much on my computer. I think it's the exact same thing with this. So that's my contrarian view because unlike you, I'm a, I, I like to think of myself as a not go with the flow and try to do what everyone else isn't doing kind of person. So I think maybe our two perspectives are good on this. But um, yeah, no, that button is ridiculous because it's not going to work for Mac. And also it's, uh, it's they're, they're essentially just trying to like leverage their hardware access to push their own product. And at the end of the day, I hate to say it, but like Copilot is probably not going to be the best AI. Like I don't use... Bing or like, you know, the, the, the Bing AI chat for like everything I use open AI and sometimes perplexity and other things. So it's just like, I think at the end of the day, they're trying to scoop in this big net where it's like, it's the default AI. So they're going to get all the people that use it by default. And it's going to be the same crowd that probably uses Microsoft edge as their browser, because it's just default installed on their windows device. So like they will get an audience from it, but I don't think it's going to be big. My last point And last thing I want to bring up is it is interesting because a lot of TVs nowadays, they'll come with like buttons on the remote and there's like a pre-made button for Netflix and a pre-made button for Disney Plus and for like other ones. But I've seen, and this is what I think is like kind of cringy. I've seen remotes where there's like, there's some streaming services. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like, uh, it's like- Oh yeah, like Bobble or Tritops yes, or something. Yes, yeah. there's a bunch of streaming services and there's some that were included on the, on remotes, but they've went bankrupt and they've like shut down <laughs> since. And now the button is just permanently on the remote. And literally, lest you think I'm like crying like wolf or like being ridiculous saying like, oh, Microsoft isn't gonna shut down. No, they're not. But like, they literally changed the name of this thing to Copilot like two weeks ago. And now they want a hardware button on my like thing. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's like let's say they discontinue it or they change the name or they change how it works or something. Now there's gonna be this button on my keyboard that my laptop is like super archaic and obsolete. So you know what I, mean? I do, I love this take. And just to kind of take this one step further, Jaden, as you're talking, I'm realizing, you know, again, sort of like, you know, I again, I kind of go out and talk to tons of companies about this kind of stuff. And the biggest problem in just in, let's call it in America, for example, I don't know so much sort of in Europe as well. I don't know sort of beyond that as much. But I will say it's just most people, even though they say they're using AI, they're not really, right? They've used it to sort of like write the birthday card or they've used it for a recipe or something like that. They're not really using it hyper productively. Like we live in a little bubble, you know, and everybody listening to this, you live in that bubble too. So come on in and get warm because that's where we are. We have to remember that most of the country is not 
like this. And my thought is that just in the same way Windows is like the fish, it's, it's not, I'm not talking about the, the capabilities of it, but it is like the Fisher price. It's like my first PC, right? That's where everybody starts. I remember that Windows button as well. And I think with the AI button, it's just a way of, you know, I get asked all the time, literally I got asked by this really high level guy at an investment bank, hey, what book should I read for like just AI for idiots, right? Totally get the question. But if you know a little bit about it, you'll understand that there is no book for it. There's barely tweets about it because it's moving so fast. And so this, the only way you can learn is very, very quickly. And so in my role where I'm trying to teach people, people I hear all the time, they're just desperate to just understand the basics. They just want to understand the basics, right? And that's why I'm going to be putting out digital products about this, all that kind of stuff. But this is a shortcut to that, right? It's almost like I'm messing with your mind. It's sort of like, hey, you want to get in shape? Buy this treadmill. The problem isn't the treadmill, my friends. The problem is our behavior that our brains conserve energy and go for quick rewards. So when you get off that treadmill after five minutes, it's not because you don't have time or anything like that. And you don't go and try to take a screwdriver and fix the treadmill. The problem is you. It's not the tool. And so when they're putting a key on this, on the keyboard... I think they're trying to shortcut that and be like, hey, don't worry. I now know how to tell you how to use AI. Press this button. And I think that will be the big, big, big selling point. I'm guessing that this is going to be huge Super Bowl ad kind of level stuff where it's like, you want to know how to use AI? Here's your keyboard. Press the button. Yeah. Um, something funny that I just wanted to bring up from their like announcement of all of this, and I think you're 100% right, um, is that... Yusuf Mehdi, who's an executive vice president and consumer chief marketing officer at Microsoft, this is this is the quote that he said in talking about this. He said, the introduction of the co-pilot key marks the first significant change to the Microsoft PC keyboard in nearly three decades. Like, like it's like they invented like a new like character on the keyboard that we absolutely need. It's the first change in three in three decades. It's like, okay, whatever. It's a shortcut. Like you you could have a shortcut to open like the search bar on or like the the, you know, I'm like actually surprised they didn't try to like add a katana, right? If you remember, I think that's yes. discontinued now, but it was like the uh, Siri for Windows. I'm surprised they didn't try to add a katana button to the to the keyboard. Anyways, as you can imagine, <laughs> katana's discontinued. So, yes. you know, whatever. But anyways, it's going to be interesting to follow this. Um, you've, you've heard Connor and I's strong opinions on this. I'll be curious to see uh, where this goes in the future, but I do think that this does bring up an interesting point, And this is an interesting time when we're starting to see um, a lot of these companies move their AI from just software online, and they're trying to build hardware. They're, they're looking at the hardware concept. So whether that's a key on your keyboard that opens it, whether that's the humane pin, whether that's the uh, the rewind pendant, like I'm, and, or like some of these um, glasses, we're starting to see it move to hardware, which I am interested in, and I do generally support that. But I, I want it to be thoughtful and useful. This doesn't quite seem to hit the mark for me, maybe for other people. And maybe this is a, a way for Microsoft to get an older generation on AI. So it'll be interesting to see uh, where that goes. But in any case, thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in to the AI, the AI Applied Podcast and listening to our perspectives on you know where this is going. Make sure to rate us wherever you get your podcast. We really appreciate that. And I hope that you all have a fantastic rest of your day.